Hey, Kevin. Hey, Dougie. Why are you at the piano? We're supposed to do a podcast tonight. Well, I know, but you know, we're such big fans of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, that's certainly true. That guy's a genius. I thought we'd give it a try. Here, take this guitar. Oh, all right. Let's give it a try. Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week, we talk about film. Sometimes films I like. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in, and I gotta put you down? And sometimes films I like. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation! Films that inspire hope. I'm gonna see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm gonna build things. Films that take you to a place you never knew existed. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes films that are just entertaining. Now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea 
a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Are you not entertained? beautiful man we, we can't do what lynn does but we no. sure tried <laughs> we did <laughs> that was fun we're available to record uh yeah jingles full yeah. songs love songs ballads sure rock operas whatever we could play at want. your kid's birthday party <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i only like my own kids <laughs> okay all right well, i like your kids too uh we are here to celebrate the work, not the life, because he's still got a long one left. Uh, yeah, he's fairly young. Uh, we're here to celebrate some works of Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's correct. Now, he has had a huge year. Yeah. With, obviously, Hamilton came out last year on Disney+. Plus. Right. This year, we had In the Heights, which you and I, I think we discussed on one of our podcast episodes. And if we didn't, we were going to. <laughs> we were. So good intentions count, right? Um, he'd had a, a movie on Netflix called Vivo come out. Right. Uh, that I saw you didn't. Right. So what was that one again? I thought it's about a monkey. Oh, okay. Uh, it's about a monkey who's a singer and a drummer and ah. uh, this kid. It's actually a really cute story. He would have fit in with our band then. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda does the voice of Vivo, the monkey. Ah. And he also does the music. For it. Of course. <laughs> uh, then tonight we are going to talk about two more films that came out this year that Lin Manuel had his hand in. All this year, and he—he's not an upstart. This isn't just his first year doing this. He's an—he's a very productive guy. Oh yeah, and he's always on late nights. He's—he's he's just busy all the time. Yeah, he must just have. Boundless energy, actually. And, and yeah, and so he did Moana a few years ago now, quite a few years ago now. Yeah. He's just he does is doing work all the time. He is. Um but yeah, if so if you those, see him on if you see him on like talk shows and stuff, he does some incredible stuff even on talk shows. Yeah, yeah. His free yeah. wheel, his yeah. freestyling right. and stuff like that. He's just he seems like a really great guy. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. I saw him on something the other day. And you know how you always think of him as being this genius, and and he clearly is. But he also seemed like a regular guy. He, somebody you could hang around somebody with. Somebody you could, yeah, grab a grab a snack, a cup of coffee, yeah. or a beer with. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I certainly would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He se- just seems just a, just a great person. Yeah, he does. <laughs> All around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so... We thought that this week we would do just a sip, so it's going to still be a shorter episode. Right. But we're going to highlight his most two recent films. Right. Starting with Encanto. Right. Uh, Encanto. Well, Dougie, why don't, now this isn't going to be a blind rundown because you and I have both seen both of these films. Right, right. So but, this uh, is a, yeah. So we'll do a 20 words or less rundown. All right. Why don't fair you enough. take it away? Okay. A magic house with magic children, all but one. Will she find her gift, and will there be an interesting plot? Oh, you. (laughs) Oh, what do you think the answer of that was? (laughs) I can't tell you until spoilers. 
So Encanto. Yeah. It, it's a fun little film. I mean, it's it's uh, much of it is everything you expect from uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Now it? he wrote the music. Yeah. And the songs. He yes. does not portray a character in it. No, I don't think he sings in it either. He doesn't does he? sing in it. He just wrote the music and the words. Right. For the the main songs. Right. Um, and the actual story is these people, this family that comes in, they're they're Colombian uh, refugees. Mm-hmm. Basically, they were chased out by these banditos guys. Yeah. And uh, and, and seen as. Uh, Less than, so they were chased off, and the, right, uh, and they through a, a mag a bit of magic, they received this candle, and oh boy, and <laughs> now I know, now I know where this the, is the, getting. This the children tone. <laughs> of this family all receive a gift when they come of age, all except the one girl, Mirabelle, a uh, Mirabelle, right? Yeah, um, who's voiced fantastically. By Stephanie Beatrice, which is really funny if you've seen uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, she's she's kind of the dark. Gloomy. Yeah, she plays Rosa. Yeah, yes, yes. And, she's uh, sarcastic. And yeah, and just she's great in this. This she's just cute little girl. Yeah, and, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love little behind the scenes twists like that. Just I, like, I, I I do too. Yeah, uh, so great. Yeah, and she can sing too. Boy, yeah, she sure can. Can't now, she? Stephanie Beatrice is actually in in the Heights, uh, yes, and I, sings in it. But I remember you told me that. No, she's not a huge part. She's a friend of one of the sisters or whatever. Okay, so, right. Uh, not, not a huge part, but right. But still, I didn't know she could sing, and until that, and then she really sings she, in this. She's she the really lead. can sing, can't she? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Disney. It's Disney's sixtieth production, I believe. Wow! Uh, and uh, it is not Pixar. No, this is a straight Disney. Dream, yeah, Disney animation. Right, right. And so it, it's, uh, it's fun. The characters are funny, and um, there is a plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Pray tell. <laughs> <laughs> but to just kind of finish off the, the plot, because you kind of talked about it, and then we got off on uh, Stephanie oh, Beatrice. Right. But, right. So each kid gets this gift from this magical house and candle, except yeah. Mirabelle. Right. Uh, this and gets... they're all kind of odd gifts in a way. Mm-hmm. One, one can lift five donkeys. Or She's more. Incredibly... A whole church sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, they're all different gifts. One can hear really well. One right. can heal with a pancake. Um, <laughs> uh, one could see the future. Anyways, the house is starting to crack. Yeah. And Mirabelle seems to be the only one who can see it. Right. So the plot, the rest of the plot is, can Mirabelle figure out what is happening to the home That's and the right. candle? Yes. Before everyone loses their gifts. And yeah. remember, Mirabelle is the only one who doesn't have a gift. Right. So that's kind of a a really thin plot, but that's yeah. the rest of it. So yeah, yeah let's go to uh, likes and dislikes. I'll start. Okay. 
this movie has great animation. Agreed. Uh, it looks marvelous. It's one of the things Disney's best known for is their animation. Um, and Pixar has kind of stolen that away with things like Inside Out and Coco and even Luca. They all look so great. And Disney, you know, with this type of animation, you kind of expect Pixar to come out on top. But this movie looks fantastic. Right. Really great textures, character designs. The house is so cool. Oh, yeah. Everything about the look and feel of this movie is really, really good. Yes. Uh, and second of all, this might dabble into spoilers a little bit. So if you're really offended, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I loved this story about Mirabelle not having a gift. And it was so heartwarming and touching and I got emotional at it. I, this movie really made me, I uh, associated with these characters so much. Hmm. And I just, I was blown away by the, the depth and levels that this movie, that I got out of this movie. Apparently, Mr. Chuckle over there <laughs> thought it didn't go that far. But walking away, like, especially as a parent to two young girls, like, this movie was so powerful. I thought the story was really amazing. What are your likes, sir? What are my likes? Chucklehead. I found the I found the characters really all of them quite charming. Uh the movie the movie's really charming. Uh I I sort of would have the same uh the look of the movie was wonderful. Just just beautiful stuff happening everywhere. I love the house. Yeah, uh, that that would you know from time to time it would push characters where they should be. I loved all the little kids in it. I was charmed just like everybody else with with uh, Mirabelle. This the songs were good. Yeah, I mean that's that's a couple of likes anyway. How about dislikes? You don't sound like you have any. No, that, I think that there was. A, I think this movie is rushed a little bit. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think it's just rushed a little bit. Yeah, uh, they got the big points across, but uh, but yeah, they they thought I thought that it felt really rushed, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of funny. It's a kids movie; it shouldn't have been two hours and twenty minutes long. It wasn't. It's shorter. Um, yeah, it's an it's an hour and thirty one thirty nine minutes long. Yeah, it's a perfect length of a kids film. Um, Seems like it. But, yeah, but at the end of the thing, it was just kind of like, oh, oh wow, that was it. Like, okay. No, you you're absolutely right with that. Is well, get that, your coats. We're going home, guys. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Grab your. Eat the rest of your popcorn. Yeah, yeah. In the car. Yeah. Quick yeah. shout all down. Good show. Good show. Yeah. What was your dislike? Well, I didn't find the story as understandable as you did. I I, I struggled, which is weird because it's supposed to be a kids movie, but I I had trouble understanding what was going on a little bit mm. when I watched it in the theater. Now here, here to me anyway, it's interesting. I watched it a second time with, with your mom and it was much clearer the second time I watched it. Sure. And, and your mom was saying, I don't get it. What's going on? And she said, this is a kid's movie. 
how are they supposed to figure this out? Kind of. Yeah. You know, they're they're all mean to they're they're kind of mean to the the girl who doesn't have a gift. I mean, seemingly. But uh so they're not mean to her. She Well, they the the one sister is mean to her. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Isabel. And Abuela is mean to her. Abuela is not mean to her. She's pretty Ab- cold. Abuela is cold yeah. and is, is... She wants her to stay out of the way. Angry yeah. that she did not get a gift, and she's worried that... She's worried and well, concerned... Yeah. And the bottom line is she's worried... About the house and the village. Like, that... No, this was such a real world movie. Like, the, all the emotions that these characters are feeling are so real. That, like, no, the, the, well, the one sister is mean to her, Isabel. The one she has to, as we learn, the one right. she has to make amends with. Right. Um, but even that isn't out of meanness. It's out of pressure. It's out of this, out of expectations. Well, that's what you learn later. But if you're watching the movie before that, you think people are dismissing her and... Because she doesn't have a gift, because she's not special. Exactly. That was like, but that was what was so emotionally raw for this film. And like, and this is, I I know you, you and I kind of disagree on what kids' movies should be, but like, this is the kind of kids' movie that I want to watch. The ones that are, don't play down and play dumb, that like make you feel and see real things, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I I just loved well, that I think story. Gracie loved it too. Oh yeah, both my kids. Just... Yeah, because she's told her grandma about it. <laughs> I was trying to explain it to her, and uh, she was saying, "Oh, Gracie's told me all about this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's the other thing is like my kids are younger; they're eight and six. Yeah, and and. They really love the great music. The music in this is great, you know. And they're they're great songs, but and and, and I think you've been listening to them a lot. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't tell you any of the songs in it. Oh, I could I could sing them all almost See, verbatim. Oh. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, if in when they did Moana, I, I could tell you half a dozen of the songs. Sure. Afterwards, so. The songs didn't weren't quite as catching. Um, I think, I think that has to do with style. These were very Colombian inspired, right? Songs. The music sounds very Colombian. Yeah. The songs in Moana don't sound particularly Hawaiian, or they do, but they they sound like Disney kids movies. Right. They sound like Frozen set in the tropics. Yeah. Whereas this sounds like Colombian music. I expected this to be Moana in Colombia. Yeah. No, this is very... Well, Mex- actually, when I first saw it, I thought it would be Moana set in uh, Mexico. But it really wasn't. <laughs> right. To, to its credit, actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is very Colombian music. So if you're not... If you don't jive to that, and you're not a kid who's obsessed with the characters in the movie singing it... Right. And... Uh, the one song I didn't love was Under Pressure. The song the 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 big strong girl sings. 
but I loved watching it because all those oh. donkeys on the screen, the dancing donkeys yeah, yeah. and the dance, the unicorn donkey. <laughs> I just enjoyed that visually. Right. Anyways. Right. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go over our time limit on this episode if we don't keep it short. You're so, right. So to. let's move on. We're probably going to go over just a few minutes, but let's move on to uh, rating of Encanto. I gave you the special since you're the only Madrigal kid with no gift. I call it the not special special since uh, you have no gift. Uh, thanks. Okay. Uh, well, I guess that I will go first. Okay. Once again, it's like a teeter totter for me. Once again, I'm uh, going back and forth between a three and a half and a four. I liked it. I, I, you know, I would probably watch it again. I already did, I guess. But I don't. I don't think it's any better than a three and a half. So I'm going to go with a three and a half. Wow. <laughs> I hope you got coal in your stocking. Um, I did. Was that you? <laughs> no, that was Santa. Oh. <laughs> I'm teetering between a four and a half and a four, and I'm going to end at a four. Uh, it It is rushed. I wish there was a little more music. I wish the plot was a little bit more developed. As But, but for the story we got, I just, I can't take anything away from it beyond that. Like, it was just, I, I just, I really love this story. Um, so I'm going to go with a four. So not too far apart. Uh, no, not really. There are animated movies that have just blown me away. Inside Out and Coco are two of my favorites to right. mention. Um, this one didn't... It blew me away partially because I was not expecting this to be very good. I saw the trailer and went, ugh. Oh, really? And watched it and just was blown out of the water based on expectations. However, I you think... Know, I wonder if it was the opposite for me. I knew it was Lin-Manuel Miranda. I like everything he's done, basically. And I was expecting it to be really good. And and, and it was okay. So I wonder if it's, the expectation is a big part of it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Tick, Tick, Boom, Dougie. Ooh, yeah. 20 words or less rundown. Yes. Before Rent went on to rock the world of musical theater. There was Jonathan Larson. This is his story. It most certainly is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna sh- I'm just going to tell you a short anecdote before we get into this. All right. I'm watching Tick, Tick, Boom, and I thought Lin-Manuel Miranda did the music for this. Right. And I'm watching it, and I was just... It sounds nothing like anything Lin-Manuel Miranda has right. done. And one thing Lin-Manuel Miranda is so good at is putting himself in his music. You can find traces of his taste 
in all of his music. It's very connected. Right. This sounds nothing like it. Huh. It does, however, sound very much like the music of Rent. And ah. sure enough, at the end of the movie, <laughs> during the credits, it is songs written by yep. Jonathan Larson, the yep, same guy who right. wrote Rent. And exactly. it made it clicked. And it turns out Lin Manuel did not do the music, he just directed it. He was this the film. director. Was this this is his debut. Uh, debut, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was cool to watch and be like, wow, wow, these songs are amazing. And then, oh, it wasn't Lin Manuel. It was, uh, it was the guy from right. Rent. Of course it was, because it sounded so much like Rent. And I and uh, I had seen Rent recently because I knew this was the guy who wrote mm -hmm. Rent. And I, I also knew I don't know why, but I knew that uh, uh, Miranda hadn't written the music for this. So I was probably less uh, surprised by that than you were. Uh, what do you think of uh, him as a Lin-Manuel as a director? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think that this necessarily had any flourishes that I could tell were like a signature, you know, like a Spike Lee moment or PTA, which we recently talked about. Like there are directors that you know is their work that being said this movie was awesome <laughs> i loved this movie uh so i'm excited to see if he has more directing in his future what he does next yeah yeah it, it will be interesting there i i think you're right there's there's nothing super different about his style so far yeah yeah and if there is it's hard to pick out on just one film and i think maybe just because of what the film was it's a very odd film it, it is it is um it's kind of biography kind of retelling kind yeah. of it's an odd it's an odd piece really yeah it really is uh and that's that's what it is it's autobiographical uh is that the right word yeah it might not be well We'll it's go not, with that he, one. It's not autobiographical <laughs> right. because he didn't write this movie, but he did write the play in the movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, he didn't write Tick, Tick, Boom? He wrote Tick, Tick, Boom, the the play that you see him performing right. in like the end shots. Right. So the, the play on the screen is Tick, Tick, Boom. Right. But that's not the movie. The movie Tick, Tick, Boom is taking the title and using the performance – and that's what's so confusing is it's a performance about a it's a performance within a performance about a play that right. has another performance in it. Yes, that's true. Okay, yeah. Yeah, th there is some confusion on that. Uh, you can be a little confused if you're not paying enough attention. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very true. This is a it is a confusing film. Yeah. Because it is it's the play Tick, Tick, Boom, which Jonathan Larson wrote. Right. And he's performing this play. Okay. A bit ago, I thought you were saying he didn't write it, but he wrote the, he wrote the he play. He wrote this play Tick, Tick, right. Boom. However, right. the movie covers this play Tick, Tick, Boom, which is also talking about a play he wrote that never got published. Right. That's right. It wasn't published. Uh, this weird space opera type space yeah. rock opera thing yeah and so there's 
there's that play, and then there's the movie about him writing that play. I realize what this is. It's a donut hole within a <laughs> donut within a donut. But that donut's hole also is a donut. <laughs> yeah, no, that... If you were watching this trying to figure out what is going on, yeah. stop. And right. just no. enjoy it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I I normally would uh, I normally would call you on this, but actually you you shouldn't watch this looking for that. <laughs> looking no, for a... because it ultimately works itself out in the end yeah, and also does. ultimately doesn't matter. Right. No, it's, not at all, actually. Uh the songs are okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna drag on. I wished that we could have done a full episode on this one, but yeah. as time goes on and the big Oscar pictures start coming out, you know, we want to save our full length episodes for some other stuff. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna do our best we'll to behave stick ourselves with thirty minutes. So Which, if you knew us, that's that's hard to do. <laughs> Two likes and a diss. All right. I'm gonna start. Okay. Andrew. Stinking Garfield. Okay, I want to stop you right there. Okay. Because that's my like. Andrew <laughs> Garfield. No, go ahead. No, he's incredible. I he didn't know is. he could sing. No, I didn't either. I didn't even know who it was. <laughs> oh, that's uh, even a better compliment. Yeah. Um, I knew he could act. Yeah. He's been great in other things. Specifically, the most recent big thing he did was Hacksaw Ridge. Right. And he um, was amazing he was in great that. Great in that. Yeah. And I he just he blew me out of the water. The very first scene of this movie is a big song. Yeah. Uh and just wow. I was yeah. just floored from the very beginning with his voice and his persona on stage. Yeah. He is one hundred percent believable. And not you... only that, but he kind of has two roles. He has a role as the performer Jonathan Larson, right, and also the role of the person Jonathan Larson, yeah, who's kind writing of a narrator. This stuff. yeah, narrator. And so, like, yeah. you see him in his real life, and he's stressed, and he's burnt out, and he's tired, and he doesn't know where his next paycheck's coming from. Yeah, and then he gets on stage and comes alive, right. And so, it's really he's stunning. the uh, he's the epitome of the starving artist. Right, yeah, exactly. The tortured soul and and his friend Michael tells him that his his friend Michael in the in the movie becomes a stockbroker or something like right. that. Yes, and he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Because I was a a mediocre actor, but you are Jonathan Larson." Like, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a cool scene. <laughs> it sure was. Um, okay, so that was my first like. All right. Second like the music. I just I love this music. I knew you would. Uh, I loved I loved Rent the music, the musical, and I loved the music from Rent. Right. Um, and some of these songs from the Tick Tick Boom, some of them from the Space Opera. Again, I'm not sure which ones are right. from which, but right. I just I loved all the music. No, there's no, that's not true. There's one rap song in this movie oh. where he's wearing the pink hat. Oh yeah, you know, that seems out of place. It does until you see real footage of him doing it and wearing the pink yes. hat at the end. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just it was, but yeah, I didn't like that song. But when you see him at the end, the real Jonathan Larson on screen, 
performing right. that, you're like, oh, wow, okay, well, he did it. And, so. you're, and, you're, <laughs> and my first like is that Andrew Garfield nailed it. You're looking at the end of that movie where they show side-by-sides, and man, that guy is a good actor. Yeah, uh, they don't look a lot alike physically in like body structure or facial features, but it didn't matter because Andrew Garfield nailed it so, yeah, yeah, so good. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then... Uh, I guess my big thing with my likes is that I really liked the acting. I liked the story a lot. Uh, it's an amazing, uh, it's an amazing story on top of just all the good acting and music. Uh, so those, and it's really positive. Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. It's a true story. So I don't mind se- telling people this, but the, the day or a few hours before Rent opens, right. and Rent is ultimately what Jonathan Larson becomes famous for. Sure. Uh, Jonathan Larson died yeah. of a heart aneurysm, In, and so he never got to see he never how got much to see he changed yeah. musical yeah. theater yeah. with Rent. Um, yeah, it's sad. But the movie isn't a, isn't a focus on that. This movie is a success story, which yeah. is so cool. It's, it's a don't give up. Yeah, but it's also what you what you might have to give up to reach that pinnacle. Absolutely, that's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was really inspired by this movie. Yeah. Uh, not that I don't have a Broadway play I'm working on for eight years, but like, no, it was really inspiring. I was really you, inspired. You have some talents. All kidding aside, you're a talented guy, and and you know the. This kind of thing is inspiring. It really is. Kind of makes you want to finish that, that book or that song or absolutely, know, yeah. It really, it really does. Um, as far as my dislike, I'm struggling to find a dislike. Nice, I really am. Uh, I guess my dislike is kind of bogus because it. Once you find out what happens later, it's really pretty sad. Yeah. You know, uh, the, just the whole idea of him hours before this guy who spent his whole life, his whole adult life doing this, he passes and never gets to see what he created. But, you know, life is a fickle thing sometimes. Yeah. But so I mean uh, that's hardly a dislike of the movie. Right. <laughs> what happened after? My dislike afterwards. of the movie is what happened after the yeah, movie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How about you? What was your dislike? Um I yeah, it's hard to pinpoint a dislike in this film. My dislike of the film was probably just the 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 overall build up of just the overall what is playing when and which which, which part are we at right now um, oh did you find it confusing then yeah bit? ultimately yeah. and that's why i said at the beginning is if you're trying to figure out which part this is don't just stop and enjoy it because i've seen this now two and a half maybe three times hmm. it's it's uh 
it's one I will throw on in the background, oh. so not watch completely. Is that for the music? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it looks good too, but uh, I think the the choreography and stuff is is good. There's not a lot of dancing in it. No, it's just the the the. the There's s- actually a lot of uh, talking. Yeah, you know. That's yeah. not the right word for that, but there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah, there's That's a lot. The no, it's mean. yeah, it's not an opera or anything like no, that. No, no. Uh, and he's switching back and forth, which can get confusing. Yeah, it just if you if you were just wanting to sit down and watch a straightforward film, it's not necessarily your pick. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, if you can get outside of the of the time frame, the the timeline. That's the word I'm thinking of. The timeline is just a little confusing. When is where and right. where is what? Yeah, kind of thing. That's true. But yeah. Well, I want to add a, a trivia piece here, uh, a kind of a sub like. The acting was great in it, but for the very first time, I saw Bradley Whitford, and I didn't recognize who it was. Oh, because he always looks the same to me in yes, his movies. Yes, he did a great job. Yeah, he did, and, and he did a small role, but. Uh, but R.I.P. He died this year, not Bradley Whitford, but Stephen Sondheim. Oh, he did. Yeah, uh, the guy who wrote the lyrics and songbook for West Side Story. Yeah. Um. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and that's who he was playing. And that voicemail we hear from Stephen Sondheim mm-hmm. is actually Stephen Sondheim's voicemail. Really? Yeah. Uh. How did they get that? Jonathan Larson kept it. I, oh, I well, guess. I suppose you would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least I th- I think I read that right on the internet. If the internet lied, then you can sue the internet. Well, the internet um, never <laughs> lies. But yeah, uh, I did. Again, we're, we're getting close to going over. But oh. I love that little exchange between Stephen Sondheim and I, I think Richard. Oh, Richard Kind, I think is his name. Yeah. <laughs> the other critic. Yeah. And uh, he's like. Yeah, you know, this is this the music just doesn't fit. And Stephen Sondheim's like, Oh, I just I completely disagree. I think I think the music fits perfectly. And then the other guy who's yeah. like, Well I mean what I what I meant, you what didn't let, really you didn't let me finish. Yeah. What I meant was it doesn't <laughs> right. <laughs> that was really funny. Just yeah, kinda that like was a, funny. such a respected person in the yeah. industry. Right. And then you're at this stuck up snob. <laughs> who and and the and the Sondheim's character Sondheim would I suppose be clearly aware of these guys just kissing up to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's not like he's Probably not annoying anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's rate tick tick boom. Hello. Hi. Welcome. I'm Jonathan Larson. I am 29 years old. I work at the Moondance Diner. Check. One sec. Do we take reservations? No, we do not take. We're we're a diner. I have an original rock musical. Hey, boy genius. That I have spent the last eight years of my life writing. Getting out. You're going to be rich and famous. And rewriting. Did you crack it yet? Oh, I'm getting so close. And rewriting. Can I hear it? Any day now. And the time keeps ticking. Tick, tick. You need to ask, are you letting yourself be led by fear or by love? Fear, a hundred percent fear. 
I'll go first. All right. Oh, first of all, I didn't want to watch the movie. <laughs> I knew. Why if I did wanted you watch to... it? I don't think we had talked about doing it on the show. Are you actually? You had mentioned something. Maybe you had just mentioned that you saw it and liked it, and so I watched Rent, and then I I went to watch this movie, and I found Rent. I know everybody loves that musical, but it was depressing to it's me. It's a sad story. Really sad, depressing. And this story just hit me different. This was the the ending is sad, but the drive of this guy to keep going and all just hooked me. Uh, this movie, this movie is a solid four and a half. Oh yeah, Dougie, I hate to copycat you, but that's where I'm landing. I'm going to four and a half. Well, a five on the soundtrack for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it was a really good movie. There's a moment in this movie where he's finished this great thing. He's finished yeah. this thing he's been working on for so long. and uh, This thing that he believes is it. This yes, is it. Yes. But, and, the, and the agent goes, and, and he's just like, you know, the, there's, there's, very, there's some interest, but very little movement on the business end of right. it. Right. And uh, he asks his agent, like, what What am I supposed to do? And she goes, well, start writing the next one. Yeah. And she's like, that's what this business is. You yeah. finish something, you put it down. Maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But you start writing the next one the second yeah. you're done with this. And that was just, again, just so inspiring. It's like, mm -hmm. you do it and you do it again. It's just like what life is you know? yeah and he gets this notebook from a friend and he goes this is for the next one isn't it yeah yeah exactly cool yeah cool dougie yes it's time movie movie <laughs> Dougie, yeah, great theme song work, it, by the way. It is, you know, I I've got a little tear, but <laughs> we have to keep get this job done. Is it time for me to pick a number? It's time for you to pick a number. Well, I'm going a little higher tonight. I'm going to go ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. In honor of Brooklyn ninety nine. Okay, Stephanie Beatrice, love there. Yes. Oh, this is going to be great. We'll be able to put rhyming words to it. I hope so. <laughs> the Groovy Movie Clue. This is episode 104. The episodes will be revealed on episode 106 on our next Just a Sip episode. And the clue is Fast and Furious. Ah. We are going to do the whole franchise, not a not a specific pick. Yeah, that's uh, Agreed. And uh, yeah, anything that has to do with the Fast and the Furious fa franchise, 
That rhymes. Two words that rhyme. Rhyme, Ryan. Yes. <laughs> um, not not the same word, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I just really like to apologize for our listeners for listening to an extra long version of Just a Sip. I know we went over, but it's my fault. I was just too excited to talk about these movies. Yeah, it is his fault. <laughs> Uh, but it was a good show. So uh, remember, if you want to know what's coming next, make sure you're checking out our website in what's or in our coming soon episode. We've got a a list there of movies we're watching and planning on reviewing. And uh, go to our website and Groovy Movie to insert your clue. Ah, right. I got nothing else, Dougie. You know what? I'm completely done. The singing must have wore me out. (laughs) We'll see you next time, folks. All right. One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is created and hosted by Kevin and Doug Zade. Follow our social media on Twitter at One Brew Over for Kevin and at The Old Man and Duh Brew for Doug. Keep up with the podcast on Instagram at One Brew Over. Email your feedback to OneBrewOver at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, leave a review and tell a friend. Sound bites and trailers for films are taken from YouTube and do not belong to this podcast. All original music is written and recorded by Kevin Zade. For archival episodes and more, go to www.onebrewover.com. And thanks for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Dougie. Hey, what are you doing with the guitar? We're going to do a podcast. Try it again. (laughs) Did I mess up? (laughs) Did I do that? Did I do that? What am I supposed to say? Piano. Oh, it's a piano. Yeah. Oh. I get why I'm supposed to ask you why. That's why you give me the guitar. (laughs) All right. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Dougie.